0: Good morning, and guess what? It's Froster Buns Friday, so you've got something that you want to chat about. Maybe it's a topic that we haven't discussed, or maybe it's one we discussed but you didn't get in on. This is your day, uh, and it, of course, uh, is a it, it's it's Brian's day too. Because it the, is. Well, yeah, you get to work with me another day. This should make you <laughs> just as happy as uh, as a lark. Oh, I'm happy. Uh huh. You don't look real happy, though. That's not a happy look on that face, boy, I'll tell you. Oh, boy. Um, All right. Uh, The number to call, 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. And with just a little luck, uh, and I was uh, worried about this uh, pretty much all night. uh, Pardon me, madam. Uh, the website provider was uh, was down for Nolan dot com, and it's back up. So you can go to Nolan dot com. Send me a message, and it will pop up right here in the studio, and I'll be able to read it. Uh, let's see if I got. To, okay, all right. I am uh, Ronald. Ron uh, sends me pictures of cars without license plates all over the place, and. Uh, that's not what he sent me this time, though. Okay. All right. Uh, let me do this. Let me tell you what else, uh, what, we've, what we've got uh, going. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, credit cards because uh, Brian, Brian looked at the rate. Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you, if you can pay off the credit card, do not run it. Uh, do not go month to month with that. Those interest rates are through the roof. Um, but we'll get to that. We'll chat about it. We'll also chat about uh, Biden and uh the likelihood that his wife talks him out of running. What do you think? Uh snowball on one hand, blowtorch in the other, Brian? Mm I don't think she's gonna be the one. I no. think uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be the nominee though. All right. Let me uh let me get some phone calls here. Oh you know what? I gotta make sure I am not. You know what? I, I should just learn to not use the uh, computer. I should just go over here and say
1: hi, Mike. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Gary. Thanks yes, for taking sir. my call. Hope you're having a good morning. I am. Um, I got something that's going to really frost uh, your buns. Uh, so my parent, one of my parents, is a uh, CPS teacher, and uh, Wednesday night they had a meeting with the superintendent about in, uh, intruder training the superintendent proceeded to tell the teachers if there is an intruder or like a shooter, just tell the children to run and we'll find them later. What? Uh, no, so no, he, no, 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 no. Hey, I'm telling you, Gary, that my, my parent was super, super upset about this. Like they, they were fuming. Um, they said that if there's a shooter to tell the children to run, they will find them later. doesn't matter where they run to. If there is a fight in the hallways, the teachers are to go into their classrooms and lock their doors. If there is a fight in the classroom, the teacher is to escort the rest of the students out of the classroom so those students can fight. That's what I was told. Uh, the parent, My parent has no reason to exaggerate what they were told at the meeting. So, I'm, you know, it, it is second knowledge. But, yeah, it really, really frosted my buns. And my parent was extremely, uh, extremely frosted as well. Oh,
0: my, 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 my. All right. Uh, you, well, that, you did it. That that actually uh, frosted my buns uh, more than anything because we are taking the most innocent people, little kids, children, who we are forcing to go to school and putting them in harm's way. We're playing Russian roulette with them.
1: And it's our superintendent that's did this. Like The, our, the superintendent just nonchalantly is like, oh, yeah, just tell him to run. We'll, we'll find them later. Yeah, they, like, can you imagine? Like as a parent, I would never stand for that. Like it, it, I, I am a parent, but my child, child's not in CPS yet, so I, I, you know, I'm I'm just flipping over here. So yeah, yeah. If the
0: kids cannot run uh, the speed of a bullet, uh, then fine. But otherwise, no, that is not the solution. All right, Mike, uh, I'm I'm not really happy you called because uh, you just uh, you made me uh, really unhappy. Look. Uh, it, first and this kind of ties together I was this morning uh, on the morning show here the local show they were talking about school choice and there's somebody out there who says oh I live in a rural area and uh, you get school choice there won't be any schools out here and that's complete uh, it, it's not evil it's just it, it, those are words uttered out of ignorance uh, the when you were raised from childhood you um, experiencing life in one way, and then somebody says, you don't have to. In other words, you're, you're used to government-run schools, government-run everything, and somebody says, we don't need the government to do those things. People don't accept it readily. Well, you, you know, you're, you go to a school choice and uh, not government-funded, and uh, who's going to open a school out here? We've got a uh, population 800. Alternatives will pop up. They may be neighborhood alternatives where you go from house to house. They may be internet alternatives where the kids learn uh, using uh, 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 homeschooling software. But it will happen, and it will be better and less expensive than what you're getting right now. In fact, if this whole Russian roulette thing that the schools are playing with your children by not letting uh, faculty and staff that are willing to carry a firearm on campus, then you should be homeschooling. Keep your kid at home where your kids are are much safer. But when the the, the arrogance and the ignorance of school boards telling these uh, teachers and faculty you can't carry a gun, and then they make these outrageous uh, comparisons. Well, you can't have a gun and little kids. We're not handing them the gun. They don't even know the gun is there. That's why it's called concealed carry. And if these kids uh, are attacked, if someone goes nuts, and I've said this, uh, I'm sure, several times, but I'm going to say it again. There should be a sign in front of every public school door that says, Our faculty and staff are armed. That's an absolute, you know, I was in the security and alarm business. And I will tell you a little secret. Even if you don't have an alarm system, if you've got that sign in your front yard, it's a deterrent. That's just with an alarm. That's just with burglary. Imagine what a sign like that means on the front of a school. Our faculty and staff are armed, and we will protect our wards. I can think of a better one. How about a really big sign that says no guns allowed on property? Oh, that would stop them. Yes. Yeah, they would see that and go, oh, I guess I can't go in yeah. there with my gun. How stupid are you to believe <laughs> that, huh? And not you personally. I know you're being facetious. But how stupid and naive are these people that they actually think, that's going to stop the bad guy. What? What is the thinking there? What? Where, what's the logic in all that? Oh, wow! I, I was going to rob this place, but I, <laughs> I'm going to have to do it just uh, using my index finger and thumb because they and won't when let. When it us- happens, they go, "Hmm, they must have not seen the sign." Yeah, yeah. They'll <laughs> make a bigger sign next time. Yeah, that'll stop them. Unbelievable. Uh, let's go to the phones 800 529 5572 or 874 9390 or go to garynolan.com, send me a message. It will pop up in studio. James, good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Gary. How are you this morning? I am well. Hey, you probably know it, but tomorrow is a significant date in U.S. history, especially for the United States Army. It's the 79th anniversary of the start of the Battle of the Bulge, which lasted about six weeks. And my father was in that, um, but I don't feel it gets enough recognition. You know, you hear about Pearl Harbor and you hear about D-Day, but uh, both those, there was more Americans killed in uh, in that com- combined to D-Day and uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, uh, Hitler's threw- wanted to point that out and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's... <clears throat> You know, there's a lot of new Army people that probably don't know that day, probably don't know who Audie Murphy is. I have a a U.S. Army recruiter that lives next door to me, and he doesn't even fly an American flag.
0: Well, uh, that was when Adolf Hitler threw everything he had uh, at the line and actually managed to push through. Uh, And and if I'm not mistaken, uh, we were taking uh, fresh recruits. We were throwing everything we had. Uh, back at the line to try and make it hold. That's where Bob Dole got uh, injured.
2: No, I think Dole got in Italy. Did he? I, th-
0: I thought it was the Battle of the Bulge for for Dole.
2: I think it was Italy, but anyway, yeah, it was a terrible thing. My dad had not seen much action up till then, uh, and he got a bronze star in the Bulge, and uh, he saw some terrible stuff. I mean, just just terrible stuff, and never talked about it unless he's with other GIs having a highball.
0: Yeah, they uh, they generally don't like to talk about that.
2: It's and he didn't easy. wear a hat saying he was in World War II either. I tried to get him to wear one uh, towards the end of his life. And he says, I don't need to wear that. Other people know I was in World War II. <laughs> he was very proud of his military, but right. he didn't flaunt it. All
0: right. Uh, James, thank you for the call. Uh, appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. And uh, I didn't do that right, Brian. I, I didn't. I really didn't. There we go. All right. Uh, Let's see. Hi, uh, good morning, Gary and Brian, and a good Froster Buns Friday, food for thought. Well, I'll tell you what his food for thought is. Just a couple of minutes. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. All right, let me tell you what uh, is on Bill's mind on a Froster Buns Friday. I was about to tell you when Brian rudely interrupted uh, by saying we had to uh, comply with our contractual obligations... Uh, and play commercials. Uh, I was perfectly willing to violate those rules, but he said, no, nope, got to do it. Uh, he said, food for thought today, uh, in my opinion, American voters still does not have much choice in the person they want to represent them in the White House or Congress or statewide, as far as that goes. Political monopoly that, that uh, exists uh, for the most part uh, by the Democrats and Republicans doesn't allow for a third or fourth party like Libertarian and Independent Parties they hardly have any representation in Washington or at the state political scene. Obvious brainwashing and social give me this and that benefits from the Democrats, Republicans uh, secures uh, secures the place. Yeah, they don't. You don't have a lot of choice. And I, you know, I've I've complained about it repeatedly because they uh, they've rigged it. They've rigged it. If you're a Democrat or a Republican, your party will get on the ballot, and if you're an, an independent. A third party, an insurgent party, you'll have to struggle heartily uh, in uh, in most states to get represented on the ballot. Uh, in the meantime, we were talking about education, and uh, we are talking about the, this call from uh, a, a teacher, a, a guy whose uh, parents uh, were uh, uh, teaching in the Columbia Public Schools. And they were told, uh, if there's an assault on the school, tell the kids to run, we'll find them. Arm the parents, arm the teachers, arm the faculty, arm everybody. John Lott did a lot of work on this, did a lot of research on this, and almost every mass shooting is in a gun free zone. Almost every one. In some cases, the bad guy will go past several uh, locations where there's, uh, you know, where, they, where the guns are allowed until they can find a place where guns are not allowed. It's just common sense. For some reason, a lot of progressives just hate guns. They blame the weapon instead of the person. And they're not willing to admit that they're wrong, and so they're endangering your children. They're putting your kids at risk. Every time you send your kid into a government school, they're at risk. Homeschool them. That's the best alternative. And you can do it for a lot less money than what the government... What did they? It was, what, $20,000 a student or 23000 a student here? Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, it, it was just... Uh, the Show Me Institute uh, came up with the figures on, on this, and uh, it's impressively ugly. And for what, what kind of job are they doing? They're doing a horrible job. Your kids can't read they don't know how to write they don't understand mathematics they're barely able to add and subtract at all Well if they had a little bit more money then they'd well that would make, make a sense. difference yeah 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 uh, and then of course the unions would eat all that up uh, it's just it's frustrating to watch and it's frustrating to see people so set in their ways they so believe the government is the only solution. Uh, and that's you know that Ronald Reagan quote pops into my head. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Oh boy! All right, uh, it is Froster Buns Friday, so uh, we will take this in different directions. It's it's up to you if you've got something that uh, that bothers you. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Israel. Apparently, they put like a four hundred thousand uh, dollar a four hundred yeah thousand dollar bounty on a Hamas leader's head, uh, and uh, they dropped leaflets in Gaza. If I were if I were in Gaza and I knew where this guy was and I wanted this violence to end, I'd, I'd let them know, collect the money and, uh, and get the hell out of Dodge. But there are increasing calls, and these are also coming in from the administration for Israel to be more careful uh, to not kill civilians. I'm telling you, that's not how you win. You let everybody know this is, you know, this is direction, the direction we're going. And you better respond accordingly because we're going to crush the opposition. And if you're part of the opposition, if you've supported them, well, lesson should be learned here. We're coming in and coming in hot. Bomb the snot out of everyone and anyone that's, you know part of Hamas and if if innocent civilians die that's a wake up call for their next election wow do we ever want to go through that again no let's get rid of uh, let's get rid of Hamas that's how you win you go in and you wipe out the enemy you bring them to their knees you make the civilians uh, say i don't i don't want to do this anymore that's how you win is, uh it you know and I've got I've got questions and, and problems with Israel I don't think Israel is a great uh, asset I, I've got plenty of uh, evidence that uh, indicates to me that they're not a particularly great asset for us but they're there they exist they've been there since 1948 deal with it and there's a reason there's a reason why Syria and Lebanon, and Jordan and all of those other middle east countries don't want the palestinians to move into their country because they tear it up they just tear it up the administration needs to leave israel alone let her fight on her own terms that's that's the only way that it's it's ever going to end it's the only way it's ever going to end but no, well, we keep telling them you can't do that. No, no, no. And and, and it just and they just keep coming back. Uh, the IDF needs to be the Steve's pest control of of uh, of Hamas. Uh, I probably shouldn't have dragged his name into that, should I? I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I just made that up uh, as I went along. Uh, Peace at the Hill, will Jill Biden save the Democrats? I don't know. I think the Republicans will probably save the Democrats. I don't think she has to lift a finger. I think they'll find a way to screw the pooch. They always do. They said that long before the latest charges against Hunter Biden, the Biden name uh, had become, uh, for many uh, a liberal, a punchline. Each passing week brings more and more Democrats or left-leaning journalists openly bemoaning that President Joe Biden will be their nominee for 2024. Uh, So what what the author here is pointing out is how many of these Democrats who supported him the first time around and who are dyed-in-the-wool socialists, a.k.a. Democrats, are so keenly aware of how unpopular he is. And he's down in the 30s, isn't he, Brian? Like the, the low to mid-30s, so, the last yeah. thing I saw? He's down in Carter country. Yeah, He's getting close to Carter country. Uh, so they want her to talk him out of it. I don't think she'll do it. I think she likes being the first lady. Oh, yeah. I, I think she likes, you know, being... Dr. Jill Biden, First Lady. I don't think she's going to talk the old man out of it. In fact, there's a part of me that thinks she's hoping this is the last thing he does. She can go out like Jackie Kennedy or something. And when I mean that, I mean it. I'll have to explain how that unfolds. I, I don't mean that in a vicious and angry way. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is uh, nine thirty-five. Glad to have you with us on a on a Froster Buns Friday. What I was talking about was Jill Biden, and I, I need to clarify this so people understand. I think she wants him uh, back in office. I think she enjoys being the first lady, and I don't think she cares about his health one whit. I don't think she cares what happens to him. If she if she really loved him, she would be telling him, "Look." This is a, a large this is a strain on a younger man, it's an unsustainable strain on a guy your age. She'd be saying you gotta you gotta step down. But she's not. And I don't think she's going to. I think she likes all the publicity, likes being the first lady, and I don't think she cares at all about him. Really, he's, uh, uh, because it really, in all honesty, I I don't think she would have let him run in the first place if she really loved him. Uh, Some people were joking that it was elder abuse, and it it kind of was. Uh, This guy was old and teetering the first time around. It's just that a lot of naive Democrats voted for him anyway because, well, he was hiding in the basement. They didn't see him. I don't think that's going to protect him this time. Did you see him come out uh, day before yesterday and uh, thank the person that introduced him? Here it is. I want to thank my, uh, my, inter- my, introducer. I know you're down to 35, but it's going to get down to 2,000 bucks a year. have Max, twenty thirty five. 2035. <laughs> what? Huh? I have no idea. What? But have you ever uh, thanked your introducer before when somebody introduces you as the guest host or whatever? Uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, now here's Gary Nolan. Uh, that, I'd like to thank my, my introducer, introducer. tonight. <laughs> and now here's, oh well. All right, uh, 874-9390, toll free, eight hundred five two nine five five seven two In Illinois, apparently, uh, there, there was a strip club that was running prostitution. And apparently, the mayor was aware of it. So aware of it, in fact, that he said to the owners of the strip club, you know, you pay me three grand a month, I won't shut you down. Then he raised it. He got greedy. Went up to six grand a month. And then he got caught. Isn't it interesting how, you know, a politician... And I, I've been thinking about this in the drugs uh, thing. I, I was thinking about this uh, just yesterday. When I have a, a drug warrior on the program, a, a politician running for some office, and I, and I talk to them about the war on drugs... They all act like I'm wrong, but they don't argue it. They, they just they can't. Because I think they know I'm right. They just know that they don't want to be the pioneers that push for it. You know, I, I can remember talking to a couple of uh, Republicans and asking, if your child was addicted to drugs, would you rather they go to a drugstore to get what they wanted or buy it off the street... In the middle of the night in a park in, in downtown uh, Columbia, and they didn't want to answer that. But the but the fact is, you'd much rather they be getting something legally that uh, you know you know the you know what's in it. People who are administering it know who, who from whom they purchased it, and it's much safer. But no, no, nobody will admit it. And the same is true with prostitution. It should be legalized. There's no reason to arrest women who do that for a living. Why would you think you had the right to do that? Why would the government think they had the right to punish a woman for doing that for a living? Is it risky? Yeah. It's risky for both of them, both the the the, the, uh, the John and the prostitute. But that's a, a risk they're both willing to take why would you make it illegal i it, it you may not like it you may not want to do it you might not want your family to do it but it's not up to you to stop everybody else from doing it look at this there's a story right now in the news kentucky leads us in overdose deaths per capita Drug war, just not working. Just not working. Uh, and and here we have a case where the mayor, I'm sure, was Mr. Pro-Law Enforcement. But, you know, the House of Prostitution, well, we'll just look the other way. He, he couldn't have run on, let's legalize it. Instead, he took advantage of it. Prohibition does that. It cre—it turns a-, a lot of people into bad guys, and it shouldn't. All right, uh, we got to move on. I am uh, like a dwelling here. Let me see what I've got. Uh, difference between Biden and Carter is the economy is great and inflation coming down, and rate cuts coming. Clint, Clint. Inflation hasn't come down. It's still up, going up. I, I think people don't understand this. So let me make it clear. If inflation is uh, running at 2%, it's up 2%. It's at 2%. You're, you're inflating the currency at 2%. If inflation is 8% and it increases at 3%, you still have an increase in inflation. It's still 3%. It's still going up. People think if it was 8%, now it's 3%. We've taken 5% of the inflation out of the market. No, no. No, that 8% is there and it's grown another three percent it's 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 not uh, I don't think it's it's very clearly understood and it's it's cumulative. Cutting inflation would if you actually were cutting inflation you would see it with it uh, you'd see it uh, written as a as a negative number inflation was minus 0.01 percent but you're not you're not seeing that you're seeing it increase maybe it's increasing more slowly but it's still increasing the the price uh, has to go down your money has to suddenly go further. it's just not happening. So no um inflation has not it's it's not uh, it's not down it's just up less fast or less high but it's still up there and it's higher than their target There's a a lot of people who thought for the last couple of days that oh wow the economy is really starting to heat up things are going to be good but I'm telling you this is premature things I am convinced are going to change uh, over the course of the next few months. Anyway, uh, we've got uh, so much more ground that we need to cover and we will. University of Washington is giving out volleyball scholarships. Wait till I tell you who won that. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Welcome, glad to have you with us. It is uh, Froster Buns Friday, 49 minutes after 9 o'clock. Brian is... uh, Looking a little peaked here. I was looking at the national debt thing, and you you seemed a little frustrated. Um, Oh, it's only thirty three nine. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, Yeah, it's actually even a little shade over that. But anyway, (laughs) uh, before I forget, a uh, male uh, a male athlete appears uh, set to be awarded one of the uh, one of the only twelve female volleyball scholarships at the University of Washington. Tate uh, Dregset, a 17-year-old transgender, quote-unquote, girl, apparently began transitioning at the age of 12, made a verbal commitment to attend the school in June, and will be awarded uh, one of Washington Division's uh, uh, Division I athletic scholarships. (laughs) Oh, Once again, we are proving we are better than you, ladies. We are better than you. We're even better at being women than you are. You'd think somebody would wake up to this? Did you see that thing in the Wall Street Journal where it turns out uh, most of them are gay, and uh, maybe that's really what this was all about, right from the get-go? I didn't see that. Now, yeah, they're mostly turned out to be gay. Huh. All right. So during the break, you went and looked up the national debt. It wasn't me this time. It was you. And well, you, you, uh, you sounded like you thought it just was an incurable disease. It was not.
1: It is. There's no way we're
0: ever going to pay that off. You and I both know that. But what do we care? Unless there's some serious cuts to government. What do we care? That's true. At our age? We're not going to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, I worry for my kids' future. Oh, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry. It's no problem for me (laughs) at all. It's just sad that we have put ourselves in this predicament. And we keep being told by politicians that it's, hey, ignore that. We can, uh, you know, the most biggest threat facing people here in the world is climate change. And that's what we need to focus on. So we need to spend more money. Yeah, that's the existential threat. Yes, uh, Everybody would just drive an electric car. Oh, did you say the, wait, wait, no, no, there's a new, there's a new study out. I just saw this oh, this no. morning. Yes you're breathing <laughs> oh you you think i'm kidding no no they they actually came out and said the problem or one of the problems is that we breathe okay and and they they want to they want to end this um, <laughs> oh you can't you make can't, it up yeah you can't make it up they're they're convinced that it, it is the uh, it, the it, exhaling, right? Yes. Okay. We keep adding CO2. It's okay to inhale, just don't exhale. Just never exhale. For God's sake, <laughs> don't exhale. Maybe we can get some kind of a device to catch that uh, exhaling. Yeah, something that we can mount to the uh, face, you know? Yeah. Well, for for you, that might not be a bad thing. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, no, I just saw this, uh, this study was just released in Europe. That it, it's zero point zero one percent of uh, all of the uh, CO two in the uh, in the atmosphere is because we exhale. We're breathing. We are the problem. They do. They think of us as an infestation. The plant. The planet. Uh, you know, ha- is suffering because of us, and they're perfectly willing to eliminate us. Uh so that i don't know who can enjoy the planet but uh, but that seems to be the the goal. The other thing that you talked about, Brian, during the break was the u s You asked me what i mean i I was saying that as an American people, we have to be prepared to make sacrifices to the size of government, and no one is willing to do that. It's like well, we have to do so. anytime a a tragedy of any type of significance comes along let's take nine eleven a new agency is born, and we keep growing government, and we keep growing government, and people are okay with it. And it just bothers me that no one is saying, hey, guys, look, we have to stop this spending. It's, we're going to collapse. Well, you had asked me what is the one thing the government does that, uh, that, that they do well. Yes. And I, uh, and I used to say the military but increasingly, the uh, the input from the politicians is, I think, corrupting the military. You know, pushing this whole DEI nonsense on the military and uh, transgenders and, uh, and paying for their surgery. It, it's all, I think, n- a- a bad news for the U.S. military. I don't think there's anybody in China... That's that's uh, that's concerned about transsexuals, that's worried about diversity, that's training their people to be a diverse and inclusive group. I think the military laughing too hard at us. Yeah. But I think the U.S., uh, the the Chinese military uh, teaching their people to kill. They understand what the military is there for. And that's what they're training them to do, to kill and destroy, to break things meanwhile we're teaching our men and women in uniform and I'm not degrading them it's not them it's the it's the civilian input we're teaching them you know be diverse inclusive accepting of you know whatever is in the zeitgeist on the left and I think it's gonna it's gonna weaken the US military I and I'll get in trouble for this one I don't think that we should have women in the infantry. I and I've said this on the air before. I don't. I don't think they belong there. I think that kind of fighting is a man's game. I'm not denying that there are some women who are tough enough to do it. I'm sure there are, but by and large, it's a man's game. We don't have. Uh, you know, you you suddenly are looking at. Can we put in a men's room and a ladies' room on the submarine? I mean, come on. Get the guys and let them have at it. That's that's how the military should work. Uh, it's not saying that there's not a place, there's not a role for women. It's just that it's not, you know, in in some places, including, I think, the front lines. There's a reason historically when something goes terribly wrong, it's women and children first. Now we're saying, no, no, put them in uniform. Send them to the front lines. Nah. Nah, I think we're screwing up the military. I think we're doing it left and right. I think we had to leave the military uh, pretty much the way it always was and we ought to get the civilians to stay the hell out of it. I've I, 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 I I've seen guys fight and get the snot kicked out of each other over women, trying to defend their woman, protecting their women. That's what we do. That's human nature. And because a few of them want to go on the front, we have to let them all, we have to encourage them all. No, 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 no. Get them the hell out. Get them out. Put them in, in uh, support roles, that's fine. Uh, if something goes wrong and they accidentally end up there uh, at the front lines, I understand. But it should be the exception, not the rule. Uh, let's get uh, Bill on the line. Bill, good morning.
2: Good morning, Gary. How are you, sir? I am well. Good, good. Hey, so, uh, there,
0: I'm next navy veteran, and there's women who join the Navy, get on aircraft care. Just for the sole
2: purpose of uh, doing the world's oldest profession. And they make no. plenty of money doing it. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. 100%. Not saying I partook in it, but I knew a lot of guys that did. And the gals that do that get make plenty of money.
0: They did it just so they could turn tricks.
2: Yep. And they, it, you know, you're, <laughs> I mean, you hit ports, but you're out in sea for a long time. Yeah. Some, and, you know. The average oh. sailors between
0: eighteen and twenty some years old, you know. Oh boy, yeah, a lot of drive there. What happens if they get pregnant while they're doing their, playing their trade?
2: I'm sure there's there's some kind of consequence, but what do you? She got pregnant, you know. Oops.
0: Yeah. I don't know how you explain that while you're away on uh, on this ship, Bill. Thank you for the call. Uh, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It is the Zimmer Radio Network.